Welcome to the Next Chapter Experience podcast with Jeanette Lissette. Thought leaders explore the mindset, wellness, and wealth needed to realize next level transformation. Let's get started. Welcome to the Next Chapter Experience. I'm your host, Jeanette Lissette, and today's guest is Robin Balsley. She's an expert in taking whatever you have and making something of it that represents your personal style. She is the founder of Graceful Impression, which is a business that helps us step into our own authentic selves with confidence. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Robin, welcome to the Next Chapter Experience. Thank you, Jeanette. Thanks for having me. Certainly. So how did all this get started? This whole fashionista thing you have going on? I've been in sales most of my career. So I've really paid attention to what people wear and how it makes you feel. I could go back as far as when I was a young girl. I was the youngest of three sisters and my mom dressed us alike and I always had to wear hand-me-downs. So think if we were wearing wearing a purple dress. I wore it for years and years. I knew when I wore something new and it was my own unique self that I always felt better. There was something that planted early on, but then as I launched into my career, I noticed that it takes seven seconds to make a first impression. When you're in sales, you better walk in knowing and looking like you are there doing what you should be doing. So that's where it started. And then as I started aging and in my career, I noticed that as women, we don't take care of ourselves like we should, and we don't show up to our most authentic selves. Our lives change and we need to be relevant as we change throughout our lives. I was at a conference and I was speaking. They put us into groups and a woman that I was paired with, her bra strap was showing and she did not look very professional. Her hair wasn't done. And I quickly judged, which I shouldn't do, but I did. Come to find out she was the CEO of the company. Brilliant, wonderful woman. But because of that first impression, I initially thought something totally different. So it just sparked again, something in me that there's a need for us to understand where we are today, the the jobs that we have, our lifestyle, all that. And then COVID hit. That changed everything again too, because people don't know how to dress for work anymore. And it's a professional atmosphere. Working from home, we're doing these Zooms calls. Do we show up? Do we get dressed? So it's just been a cycle. I've had this business now for about five years. In the last couple of years, I've transformed into working more with professional women, just because I think that's even a stronger need. It's more casual. We don't know what to wear. And it's a challenge. I think that that has a lot of purpose. There's a lot of intention around that because I remember when I started my career, I wasn't certain as to mm-hmm. how I was supposed to show up. I looked at a very male dominated organization and how the men were dressing. So naturally, as a, a young woman at that time, I was emulating what I was seeing, mostly men in suits and jackets. And it was a while before I discovered my own personal style. I'm talking years before sure, I discovered sure. that I could show up and represent myself well. To your point though, I remember going to a corporate meeting and there was a vice president who came in and we were appalled at what she looked like. First of all, she's not judging, but judging, okay? Yeah, I know. We could tell that she wasn't taking care of herself because she was grossly overweight. I always have had this belief that if you are overweight, now this may be wrong, but I'm just saying, because mm-hmm. I've been there myself. Sure. You have to spend a little bit more money on your clothes. Correct. To yeah. look a certain way. Now, men, they can be as big as the door and they throw on a jacket, tie, and they got it going on, okay? Exactly, yes. It's a different scenario. It's a different dynamic. And I remember looking at her and thinking, What's wrong? An element there that's not just not quite right. Mm-hmm. Of course, I couldn't say anything to her, and I didn't. But my colleagues right. and I had a discussion, and we wondered what's going on in her life that she would show up that way. 
Very good point. Very good point. There's a whole mental mindset about it. I did some research on this. It's called enclosed cognition. It's a mindset of how we show up affects our day and who we are. So if you have that mental mindset, like you said, something was probably going on in her life. Or also if we get up and we don't get dressed in a certain way, our whole day shifts. It's very different. Like we show up differently. We react differently. We're less productive. And the the easiest example is that when you put on your workout clothes, your mind knows you're going to go workout. If you're in your workout clothes all day long, your mind's a little confused and it's not thinking we need to get to work now. It's a real thing. I say when I'm working with clients, it starts with our mindset. That's where it all starts. And then we go into your closet. And then there's a lot of things about your mindset in your closet that, mm-hmm. that makes a difference. So I totally get that. The whole virtual world of working from home, we can show up like we rolled out of bed, which is very annoying when I see that. I, I think you need to get yourself cleaned up and get your mind cleaned up so you know what the order of the day is going to be. Absolutely. Now on your website, you talk a little bit about um, taking sort of an inventory and what this reminded me of, Robin, mm-hmm. was recently I was invited to a wedding out of state. Okay. And because we had not been doing a lot of entertaining and going out to events like that, uh-huh. I thought I don't have anything to wear. So I'm going to go shopping. I have to go shopping because I don't have anything. So my VIP said, what's in your closet? So I went and I looked at my closet and I went through my dresses and yeah. then I came across this blue dress that had some gold treatments around uh-huh. the neck. And I yeah. thought, I think I could do something with this. But guess what? Robin, the dress still had the tags on it. That happens a lot. Yeah. Never, ever worn the dress. I had that dress in my closet. Are you ready for this? Three years. Wow. So I ended up wearing the dress because of the gold. I said, I got huh? to have different shoes. Let me go in my closet and see what I have. I had a pair of gold sandals. Perfect. Perfect. The only thing I needed, Robin, was a bag that had a little glitter on it to complete my outfit. I always say shop your closet first, especially for special events, because we buy these one-offs and then just what happened with you, there's still tags on them. Three years later, I've been in so many closets where there's still tags on things. There's two things that happen when there's still tags on them. One, you never had the chance to wear it. Or two, it didn't really belong in your closet anyway. So you bought a one-off of something. It doesn't go with anything else. One of my rules is when you bring something home, it must go with three things in your closet because if it doesn't, it doesn't belong and it should go out because it's not part of your wardrobe. It clearly is something that you bought spontaneously that doesn't really make sense for what the rest of your clothes are. There's a lot of influencers out there and they do some good things, but I don't like that buy, 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 buy. I think there's a sustainability issue just as far as having so many clothes and then also it can save a lot of money. Hour three, I, I'd like that. I'll have that embedded in my brain now. I'm in the camp that you're in. Take a look at what you have. I know one thing I should do, and I've been meaning to do this, is to go through my closet and determine what I haven't worn for mm-hmm. years. <laughs> Power three, okay? Yep. And simply get rid of it. To just get rid of those things, period. That's the 80-20 rule. We wear 20% of what's in our closet. Here's another little tip I can share with you, which all my clients love. You take all of your clothing and you take the hangers and you hang them backwards. So the, the open part of the hanger is facing towards you. And then when you wear something, you turn the hanger around and then you put it in the right way. So in a month or two, you can see what you're wearing because if the hangers haven't been changed around, you haven't worn it. So when you're talking about cleaning out your closet, you without a shadow of a doubt will know, I'm not wearing this. I haven't worn it. Or you can also look 
look at those hangers still hanging backwards and say, I'm going to try to wear something different today because I'm always wearing the same old thing. And it gets you out of your comfort zone and wearing something a little bit different. And that's good for your attitude as well. So a couple of little tips there. Robin, half my closet would be gone. It's okay though. It is okay because it's overwhelming. How many times do we open our closet doors and say, I have nothing to wear and it's jam-packed of clothes? It's so confusing. So I think less is more. I have come to that conclusion, especially since my life changed after the corporate environment. I, like I said, half of my closet is empty right now. And if I tried that technique of turning hangers around, I would have 75% of my closet space empty. I think you brought up a good point too. Our lives change. Some people, and it doesn't sound like you're doing that, but some people are holding on to the past. So they're holding on to those clothes when they had that big corporate job, or they're holding on to when their kids were little or whatever it might be. So they're holding on to those clothes. It's so freeing to let it go. Let those go. Or we're holding on to a pair of pants when we lose 10 pounds. You know what? Embrace the body you have now and wear what you have that fits. Because you, every time you look in that closet, you feel shame because you haven't lost the 10 pounds yet. So get that out of there. Remove it. I mentioned before that I am a petite person, but I went through a period where I wasn't in shape, let's just say, and I put on a lot of weight. So consequently, I had clothes in my closet from size four to size 16. Eventually, I took a different path. I went from the 14s to the 12s to the 10s. Mm-hmm. And the eights and the six and the fours. Every now and then I'll fluff up and I know I'm fluffing up. Okay. Yep. Normal. All we all do. I start pushing into the eights and that's my cutoff. So I've got from four to eight now. <laughs> See, that's good though, but that's a good thing. That's a very good thing. And it's okay. We got to give ourselves grace. We work hard and we want to enjoy life. If we get a little fluffy, we get a little fluffy sometimes. We'll get back to it. We know what we need to do. So we talked a little bit about the emotional attachments we have to nostalgia mm-hmm. that plays itself into how we present ourselves and things we hold on to. Other kinds of learnings have there been for you as you work with your clients in terms of what they go through emotionally and how they want to show up? I think it's a part of being relevant. I think that they're not feeling worthy of their new position. I'd say about every 10 years, our lives change and we're in different decades of our life, our careers, our home lives, everything changes. I feel like it's somebody that doesn't want to wear a lot of color because they don't want to stand out or they don't want to wear anything bright because they don't want to be noticed. So they wear all black and All black is so classic and I love that look, but only if you're wearing it for that reason. But if you're wearing it to shut down, I see that a lot. It's the way that we dress that we try to hide ourselves instead of stepping into this new role that you have, or maybe you've gone through a divorce or there's just so many life changes. I last year I became an empty nester and um, that's a very different role for me. And I don't have kids at home anymore. So it's easy to close up, but instead step into something new and be relevant for who you are today. And think about who you want to be. What does that look like? And be that person. Close is such an easy way to step into something different. I just got into this phase where I just want to be comfortable. For some reason, that's the phase that I'm in right now. It's just comfortable clothing. It's a different world we live in now and things are more casual Mm -hmm. and we don't need to be as stiff and dressed up, but we can still look really good. That's the thing too, is you probably feel good in it because you're dressed, but you're super comfortable. And there's so many clothing options that are comfortable but look pulled together. I wondered if there were opportunities for you to see some commonalities of what some women want and how they want to represent themselves. I think you said it right from the beginning. It's comfort. People do want to be comfortable, but they want a little bit of uniqueness. So this brings me to another tip that I share with a lot of clients is that, first of all, we all have our own personal style. 
And you can see that when you look at a magazine, when you look at people on TV or run a movie, like what resonates with you? What do you like? Then you can go onto Pinterest and you can either pull that person up or you can look at different styles that they're wearing. And then you can see what do you like put together a certain way. And from that, you can also go in your closet and find things and wear them a different way. Pinterest is a great tool for so many things. It's for that. And then also if I've got a red shirt and I don't know what to wear with it, you just type in red shirt outfits and you get all these ideas on how to wear a red shirt. So it helps you wear things in a different way and wear things that's unique to you. That's how you find your style. Because we have some commonalities, but we also have a lot of uniqueness as well. I have a lot of accessory items like earrings and necklaces and rings and things like that. When you're working with your clients and do you work with their accessories and how to put them together with what they have to give them their outfit a pop or what are you doing to style them? Yes. And so accessories are, this is another rule of three where that third piece is what really makes an outfit. So if you have on a, a, a nice blouse and a pair of pants, and then you put on a beautiful statement necklace, something like what you're wearing right now, or I love a statement earring, or it just pops, like you said, it pops the whole outfit. So I help them categorize it, but also put it together so that they remember, I can wear this necklace with this. And we take pictures of things so that you remember how to wear things a certain way, because we get rushed in the morning and you don't think of accessories, but have them accessible in your closet so you can see them, put them together and be out the door. Yes, we definitely want to work on accessories. It's very key. It's like the icing on the cake. It's that last. <laughs> little finishing touch of your outfit. So it's a very important piece that a lot of us skip. I have so many choices. So now I'm a result of thinking about you and thinking about this conversation, reboxing and lined up some things that I know that I want to start wearing again, because I, I have some really nice pieces that I'd like to actually wear and feel good about. You've been working with Graceful Impression for about five years, you say now? Yes. Okay. So what's on the agenda? What's next for you? What I've been just stepping into, and I'm absolutely loving it, is I'm doing professional styling workshops. What I'm doing is I'm going into companies because what I found is after COVID, companies lost their culture. They've got people working hybrid. Sometimes they're working from home. Sometimes they're working in the office. They get on a Zoom call. They don't turn on their camera because they're probably not dressed in a way that's probably too casual, which it shows respect to how you show up and how you get dressed and especially with in front of clients. So companies are really struggling with that culture and they're finding it's empowering. It's team building where their employees are getting excited about it again, because they don't know what to wear. If you're on zoom all day long, we'll just have a lot of nice blouses or shirts. You don't necessarily have to dress from head to toe, but at least look nice from the waist. That's something that I'm doing. And I'm finding there's a real need out there for it. Companies are really struggling with getting their employees to show up in a professional way. That's completely amazing to me, but maybe not so much because when I was in that environment and we would have these meetings, it was required that you turn your camera on. Yes. Yes. It was required. And now and then we'd have somebody who would be zooming from their bed. We just said, really genius. This is not rocket science. I don't even know why a person would do that, but it's been done. Never ceases to amaze me. That just means that there's a need that you're fulfilling in that space. But company employees may need a little bit more support in making decisions on how they show up. Here's the upside. I think that your workshop could actually overflow into other areas of their life as well as they think about how they show up. Yes. As they how they show up, because I know in my family, we um, resorted to having Zoom calls, family Zoom calls um, mm-hmm. to get connected because we all live in different states and okay. my mom is older now and we just want to have an opportunity to connect. And I, I know that personally, I like showing up, as my mother would say, put together well so that she could see that I was doing well 
and so my siblings could see that I'm okay. Why there is this mentality of just looking any way you want to, like you rolled out of bed. Every time I see it, Robin, this might be a geneticism, but it annoys me to no end. I hear you. It's a respect, Jeanette. It's a respect. I think back in March, I had the opportunity to, to travel to Japan with my family, which was a phenomenal trip. But when I walked those streets of Japan, not only was the city clean and quiet and nice, but everybody was dressed. And the word that kept coming back to me was respect. They got up each day, they respect themselves and they respect others because they're showing up in a way that they're taking care of themselves. You didn't see anybody in workout clothes or pajama bottoms. Oh my God. And slippers. Oh yes, slippers. Again, you don't have to get up and get really dressed up every day. It's just a matter of being put together. There's a big difference there. And you can wear jeans and a t-shirt and put on a nice blazer or even put on a fun little jacket. There's so many simple ways to get dressed. Add that accessory like we talked about. You respect yourselves and others is the bottom thing. I love that. My mother would always say, make yourself presentable. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's the way to do it. So there definitely is a need for what you do. What are some of the greatest lessons you've learned through this journey? You've gone through the sales and marketing branding spectrum in your career, and then mm-hmm. you eventually stepped into the fashion area. And now you're basically a styling expert and branding expert in helping women to emotionally make the connection to how they represent themselves. What are some of the learnings that you've had along the way? I think the biggest one for me is that All of this is a matter of stepping into our confidence. I think we get into our shells and I think it's a way that we can step out. And I think that we get dressed, how we show up is a way of how we feel about ourselves. I think that's the biggest thing. I mostly work with women, but just how we are so hard on ourselves. We do so much and we give so much, but we have to give back to ourselves. I think it's a self-care in a way. It's something that we're doing for ourselves and taking the time, budgeting the money, and you don't have to spend a fortune, but just putting yourself first. I think that's something that I've found is really key. People think it's all about the clothes and it really isn't. It's Mm -hmm. how we put it all together. So I've just loved watching women step into their confidence. And my goal in life is to make hundreds and hundreds of women feel beautiful from the inside out. That's where I want this to go. And that's where it's been going. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Gracefulimpressions.com is one way to, to find out more about you. Are you on other social media outlets as well? Yes, I'm on Instagram. You can follow me. I'm always giving lots of fashion tips and ideas and at Graceful Impression. I'm on Facebook as well and Pinterest. So those are the three avenues, but on my website, and I do a blog. If you want more fashion tips, you can sign up for the blog on my website. Now you do consulting as well? Yes, I do virtual, a lot of virtual nowadays, just because then that way I can work with people all over the world. Fantastic. I have enjoyed our conversation today. I was looking forward to it and it got in my brain to the point that I was watching Project Runway yesterday. I love it. So thanks so much for your time today, Rob, and greatly appreciate you being here with me. Jeanette, I appreciate you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Next Chapter Experience. If you have already subscribed, rated, and left a review, or shared this podcast with a friend, many, many thanks. For questions, comments, or feedback, reach out to me at Jeanette Lissette at nextchapterexperience.com. We'll be back with more conversations, so until then, keep that fire burning.